Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of It's a Definite Maybe, a podcast for those of you who are just trying to figure it all out with your co-hosts, Stella and Rosie. On today's episode, we're chatting about altruism through random acts of kindness and whether they are really altruistic or just for clout. We'll break down some of the differences between genuine and more staged acts of kindness and how intention comes into play. So we wanted to do this episode today because recently, at the time that we're recording this, there have been a bunch of stories that have come out, all sparked by this one TikToker who filmed a random act of kindness, I say in quotation mm. marks. Oh, yeah, so random. Not staged him, at all. No, absolutely not whatsoever. Oh, with him really giving this random woman in a shopping centre a bouquet of flowers, and we'll link the video in the show notes in case you haven't seen it and want to see what all the fuss is about. And he basically said, oh, you know, hold these flowers and then said, oh, you can keep them and then walked away and had the video show this woman's reaction. The video has thousands of likes or hundreds of thousands of of likes, millions of views, lots and lots of comments and so many people saying, oh, that's so sweet. You can really tell that you made her day or you never know what's going on in a person's life. She looks so much happier after you gave her those flowers, blah, 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 blah. However, recently she has come out and said, I was really bamboozled by all of this. I wasn't having a bad day. I was just enjoying my alone time and all of a sudden now I've been plastered all over the internet and have people commenting about how sad I am. When oh my God. I'm not and I feel very violated and they didn't have my permission to to film and upload this and now it's gone viral. Yeah. And it's just fascinating. I think it's it's something that I've always thought. There's a few people that I watch on my TikTok. There's two accounts, mm-hmm. one called Jimmy Darts, one called MD Motivator. And mm-hmm. for the most part, I think they have very good intentions. They're not necessarily mm-hmm. doing it for clout and I could be wrong, but it feels like they – do seek permission from the people that they film. Mm. But that is something I always wonder when I see any of these videos. There's someone going around in Australia who's paying for people's groceries. Some people get really enraged Mm. by being like, I don't want you to pay for it. I'm fine. Other people who are like, oh, my God, I needed that. But they've obviously got someone secretly recording. It's just like, why do normal people ask to think, oh, I should ask their permission? Totally. Well, something that's become really massive as well is this pay it forward idea. And it's a really interesting conversation back and forth because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, that's so nice. Do a random act of kindness for someone else and pay it forward where basically mm-hmm. you pay, you know, you're in a drive through line or whatever and you pay for the person behind you and then they pay for the person behind them, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But there is this social pressure to keep that going. And if people right, are like, like I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> sweet that someone did that for me, but now I feel obliged to do that for the people behind me and – I might not have the money to do that or, you know, I'm not super comfortable or I just don't want to. I saw a video literally today on my TikTok page where it was one of those guys on the street going up to people and being like, hey, take this $5 or double it and give it to someone else. And it went on for a little bit and it got to this lady who is offered $40 or pass it on and it'll be doubled for the next person. Mm. And she took it. And I was like, fair enough, $40 is like, decent especially if you're maybe a uni student or on a low wage or maybe you're between Mm. jobs every single person in the comments was just like yeah I knew she was gonna take it oh she looked like she was gonna not pass it on I'm just like where do people get off Mm. like I I love the feel good 
videos where people are donating or they're helping someone in need, especially when it comes to homeless people. But it's a very fine line between are they really being altruistic or are they just mm. doing it for views and clout? I'm like, where where's the cutoff point? Because unless we know these creators or the people doing it, it's like we don't actually know if they've asked permission or if they're just doing it to be attention seeking or mm. like why why should you have to film a good deed to make it okay? It's like it's like the the old saying of not it's not even a saying, what we used to do is if you didn't check in on Facebook at the airport, you didn't actually go were to the re- airport. Were you really there? Yeah, it's like if a tree falls in a forest and no one hears it, did it make a sound? If if you do a random act of kindness and didn't film it and post it online, did you really do that random act of kindness? I'm sorry, but the, the tree bit was basically word for word a, a lyric from Dear Evan Hansen and now the song is playing through my head and no one who is not a musical buff won't get that. Um, anyway, please continue. Well, it is really interesting, this idea of altruism, because altruism by definition is doing something with no personal gain whatsoever, purely doing it out of perfectly pure intention, which isn't really part of human nature because what motivates us isn't entirely altruistic. Like it can't be because we are expecting some sort of gain from it, whether we feel good or we make someone else feel good and then that makes us feel good as a result or whatever it is. Every action that we take, we're expecting some sort of benefit to come back on us. That is literally an entire episode of Friends. Phoebe goes (laughs) out to try and prove, oh, there's a... A self selfless good deed, I think, is what it is. And whoever is chatting with her, I can't remember if it's like Ross or Monica, I don't know, being like, there's no such thing as a selfless good deed. And I know that she finds one, but I can't remember what. Because at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I'm donating to help others. It's like, yeah, but do you feel good? It's like, yeah, I do. I'm helping someone else. It's like, well, there you go. You got something out of it. Like, it's so interesting. Anyway, um, I could talk about friends for a long time and I'm just going on a tangent continue (laughs) (laughs) that is okay well that's that's definitely the interesting thing what is the thought process or what what do these people hope to gain from doing these random acts of kindness because there is also this additional school of conversation that comes into it where people are are actually staging these videos and they're hiring actors even videos where people are saving injured animals or stray animals and there have been things that have come out in the news about people actually injuring those animals and then setting (gasps) it up so that it's like oh look at me I'm I've come across this animal and now I'm going to nurse them back to health when they were the reason that this animal was hurt in the first place and it's this idea of clout chasing and looking like a better person than you may actually be and having impure motivation to do random acts of kindness but on the other hand as well provided that those random acts of kindness are actually making someone's day is it really such a bad thing at the end of the day what your reasoning is for wanting to do a good deed and this is why I'm on the fence I tried to write a little pros and cons list for this episode and part of me is like oh it's cringy if they're doing it purely for views or subscribers or cloud to be known as the person that helps homeless people. But then at the end of the day, they are helping raise money for someone or saving an animal or, I don't, know, I don't know, paying for someone's groceries that need it or just brightening someone's day. There's 
a series that one of these creators does that I see every now and then on my For You page and they literally just want to have a conversation with someone and the amount of people that are just like, wow, I really needed that or I felt alone and lost or I was going to unalive or something very sad. It's like, well, someone is getting help. So I hear your point. It's just think the bit that doesn't sit right with me is the people that have malintent and they're Mm. literally doing it for TikTok content and views and it's Mm. purely just a a content opportunity. It's not to actually benefit someone else. Well, the other interesting thing is there have been people in the past who have come across homeless people or people who are genuinely down on their luck and have made these videos about their person's story and they've interviewed them and shared that Mm. with people and then set up like a a donations page basically where people can donate. Yeah, something like that, where people can donate and help get them off the streets, for example. And it's such an interesting conversation around it because on one hand there's people going, oh, my God, that's so amazing, you've really changed their life. But on the other hand, is the money going towards that particular person going to do the ultimate good or should that Mm. person be using their leverage or their influence and their platform to highlight amazing charities that are helping lots and lots Mm. of people as opposed to a single person like there may be individual homeless people as part of a homeless shelter for example that someone wants to highlight in order to then get people to donate to the homeless shelter as a whole as opposed to the individual. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're putting all of this out there with really good intention, I would like to think for the most part, even if there is some sort of benefit that they're getting as a result of that. But is that really doing the most good that it possibly can do? Well, then it just begs this bias. I think a lot of us have this expectation that just because someone is wealthy or has a platform, are they expected to donate they expected to give back are they expected to i don't know share charities or provide awareness when something's happening and i think i'm in the position where i would never expect someone to do something but if you are in a position where you can donate or help it feels like well you should try at least and then that i mean that's probably a whole other conversation that has nothing to do with people doing it for Mm. clout but then it's also like because people are better off why do they have this duty to other Mm. people just because they are more successful, at least in like a monetary term. Well, that's the other thing that comes into this whole debate is the idea of this social pressure and following Mm. the pack and all of these other people are donating to this person and you feel good if you also donate to that person or whatever is being highlighted in the video. Therefore, you do what the crowd is doing and it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily because you feel oh, it's going to really help this person or this group of people or make a difference. It's, well, everyone's doing this, so I'm going to look like a terrible person if I don't do it. I know, and people seem to have this obsession, I guess, with letting people know that they've done something good. Mm. It might not always be to the extent of putting a camera in someone's face because you left them a bouquet of flowers, but people might share their stories, be like, I donated $50, you should too. And I think it's really interesting that when I'm donating to something whether it's a friend or it's a charity Mm -hmm. or it's Ukraine or bushfires or whatever I'd often prefer to go for the anonymous donation because Mm. I don't have any need to be recognized for it I'm just like yeah yeah I need I I would like to do a thing because I am fortunate and privileged enough to be able Mm. to have a roof over my head or spare money or a stable job but there are some people who are just 
I guess clout chasing is literally it. It's just mm. on a, a lesser scale because they're not a verified 8 million followed TikTok account. They're just a person with an Instagram. There is also a quite a clear difference in a lot of cases between the videos where they're filming people who you can tell are being part of the production as well. Like they might mm. be interviewed, for example, and you would like to think at least they're getting permission to be able to post that content in the end. I would hope so. But tying back to what originally prompted us to make this episode, one of the major criticisms that people had was she didn't consent to being part of this video. Mm-hmm. And she, her privacy was taken away and her autonomy was taken away and she was made out to be this really sad old woman that she actually wasn't. But the fascinating mm. thing about it is... I think technically, legally, you are able to film and take photos of people in public places and post them online and people can't do anything oh, about it. Interesting. Yeah, people I don't did not need, know that. Yeah, you don't need express consent in order to be wow. able to post photos or videos of people if they're in a public place. I don't know if it's the case all over the world, but I know that there are at least a lot of countries where that is the case. And it's mm-hmm. really fascinating because on one hand, I can understand that because it's a public place and there might be people in the background of a photo, for example. But if someone is the subject of your photo or video, you would Mm. think that you would want to get their permission in order to post something. And I think the difference between a lot of these content creators who maybe do it a bit in a better way than others, you can tell that it's more thought out and it's not just bombing people with kindness it's actually bringing them into the process and allowing them to share their story and maybe interviewing them or something like Mm -hmm. that as opposed to just filming someone randomly where they don't know that they're being filmed and going to be made the subject of this video yeah i i totally agree do you think that with the people that maybe do get it right do you Mm. think where am i trying to go with this honestly i don't know (laughs) is there is there a way that you can actually Film an altruistic act and it not be cringy or it not be for clout. Like, does that exist? I think so, but I think it depends on how you go about the content and the intention that you set. There's this one TikTok account that I really like. I think it's La La Kind Cafe, but they do drive by kindness. Yeah. 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 So they drive around in a car and basically catcall people, but in a really positive way. They'll be like, hey, you, (laughs) your smile is beautiful or you radiate happiness or like your outfit is incredible. Work, queen, work. And they just. Oh, my God. I love that. They say really aggressively kind things, which I love. And all of these people who are reacting, I'm sure they would get plenty of people who would react and just be like, oh, thanks, or like not have the types of reactions that they would highlight in their videos. But the people that they do highlight in their videos who do react are the people who really appreciate those compliments. And it's not putting someone in a position where you want your audience to pity them and look down on them and feel like you're a big person because you're helping them, it's people raising each other up, which I think makes a really massive difference about the content creators who do get it right mm -hmm. versus those who don't so much. I think this is why I like the account Jimmy Dart so much because he 
he makes series essentially like a few content episodes of a certain person and most of them are he does he does a few different things but a lot of them are helping out homeless people he shares his their stories mm. he hangs out with them he builds a genuine relationship with them but instead of it being oh what was this person i found on the street because they have no teeth and they are homeless and they're a veteran but it's actually like oh wow we helped them get a job we helped them find a home we were able to raise fifty thousand dollars for them and now i've got a new friend and mm. echoing what you said it's building someone up and it is putting someone essentially in the video and it does he has like eight You're million subscribers them. he's humanizing them and i think it helps people realize oh we're all just human but it's not a mm. oh i'm a good person because i gave them money it was like yeah. no, like i just want to make someone's day better and that's where the fine line is so this person that filmed the person like leaving a bouquet i saw that video and i will agree that my initial response was wow she looked so sad like i'm so yeah. glad that he could brighten her day and my first thought was not oh sh- did she consent to this did she agree totally, and i think yeah. it's a a challenge or maybe a a let down of our generation and the Gen Z as well because we mm. just believe a lot of what we see and don't necessarily think a little bit deeper. But obviously yeah. she was not happy about it, which is very valid. Yeah, I think that is a, a bigger conversation about perspective and a lot of the time, totally. particularly in the media, things are presented in a certain way to get you to think or feel a certain thing about the subject and they're mm-hmm. intentionally put together to elicit an emotional response. And oh, this original video was sure. too. Yeah, absolutely. This original video was too. And so it didn't really offer the opportunity to see that alternate perspective unless you were naturally someone who would look at those videos and think those sorts of things. And I think Mm -hmm. the majority of the people who do engage with social media and who would see that content are the people who would just see it as a random act of kindness and, oh, that's so sweet, you really made her day, as opposed to thinking more deeply about, hey, if that happened to me, I would feel massively invaded in terms of my privacy and I don't think I would feel super comfortable with that. I think a lot of people who would be the audience for these videos, would be people who would go, oh, I would really appreciate it if someone randomly gave me Mm -hmm. flowers and I was having a bad day, as opposed to looking at it as they're invading my privacy when I'm having a bit of alone time. Totally. Like, I now that I daily vlog, I'm very, very conscious of how I film. I get a bit awkward about filming because I don't want people to think I'm filming them or it's weird, and I... Very, I try very hard to not film other people's faces because I'm like, this just isn't right. And I feel the same on the receiving end is when I see someone filming in the city or at Chudston or wherever I am, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be in that. Why Why are they filming me? Like, what are they going to mm-hmm. do with that? Where's it going to go? But it's a very different conversation if I see someone on the street with a microphone, they've got a friend with them filming. They're like, hey, can we interview for TikTok? And I'd be like, yeah. Because it's as simple as just being aware of it, not even as far as going, do you consent? Which is obviously a lot more PC and a better way to go about it. But if you just have a bit of context, I think it breaks down this barrier of this is really invasive and not okay. Mm. But yeah, Mm. I now that I've read this article, I totally understand where this woman is coming from. It's just like she was just set up. Millions of people have now seen her. Mm. And it's just, yeah, a bit icky. Yeah, it really is. Well, anyway, to finish up, we want to hear what you guys think. So 
go to our show notes, have a look at the original video. We'll also post the article where we first found out about the woman who had spoken out about being filmed without (laughs) her consent and it being posted online. And we want to hear what you guys think. Would your perception of the video be, oh, wow, that's super sweet, or did you view that video as that's a massive invasion of her privacy? How would you feel about it? We want to hear from Mm -hmm. you. And you can share that on our socials or via email or DM. (laughs) How's that for a segue? (laughs) Like we wrote this, but we didn't. Uh, We've just spent too much time together. It worked. (laughs) Uh, You can shoot us a message there. We'll link everything in the show notes, of course. And if there's any other conversation topics you'd like us to cover or you need advice on something, send them through. Absolutely. And make sure to rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to us right now. Send this episode to another friend. If there was someone who sent the original video to you and you want to send this to them as a means of opening up a conversation about how you may feel about it or even just getting an understanding of how they feel, send it to them. The more the merrier. Otherwise, as always, we are excited to take you along with us as we talk about the areas of life that might not always have a one-size-fits-all approach on It's a Definite Maybe. We'll see you next week.